everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast, and I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hello. Michael Damiani. How's it going? And Brandon Jones. How are ya? I'm doing well, uh, Damiani and Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Brad, I don't need to know. Okay. I've been all, I've been with you all day. I know how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know how I'm actually doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad, what is your goal this week? Uh, to continue with the trend of terrible impressions, mm-hmm. I will be doing Macho Man Randy Savage yes. impressions. Ooh, okay. Nice. Impressions plural? Perhaps. <laughs> oh, multiple. Damiani, what is your goal this week? My goal. Mm-hmm. So I do this on almost every podcast I'm on. Yeah. Is to not do this. Okay. At the table. Shaking the table. Okay. Or not. Hit that. Okay. Or hit the hit the uh, what is this called? The guard. The uh, pop filter. The pop filter. Pop. Mike screen. Can I have a request real quick? Yeah. I really loved uh, back in the day when Dominic would have something in a mug. I missed we that. Had that. Did yes. we have it? I want that. We brought it I back it, for one I week. I want it back. We should really. I want bring it back. It. Okay. All right. What's in Damiani's mug is a segment we used to have. Yeah. It's only when Damiani we're on it. Surprise us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Damiani, you cool with that? You cool with bring that back? I think my mug's here though. Yeah. Well, what's in it? Yeah, well, what's, what's in, in it? it? What's in it, Damiani? Didn't I leave it here? I don't know. Okay. Spiders. John, spiders are in it. What is your goal it. this week? Uh, I have five of our Werehog poker chips here on the table. Yes. Uh, I will remove one of these chips every time I call Kyle baby. Uh, <laughs> my goal is to clear clear them all. <laughs> baby? Yep. So you spun it back on me. Yeah. Jones. Now you're getting five worth. I can't play this game with you. Yeah. This is... Okay. All it's right. no game. It's a goal. Okay. Uh, so... For last week, I got a comment that said, uh, will you make a goal for some of us listeners, exclusive Ooh. listeners? Uh, because, you know, I did the turn the Furby around. You can't really appreciate that if you're a listener. Ah, yes. Uh, so my goal this week is to uh, uh, demonstrate my rhyming capabilities. Oh, no. That oh, was boy. my goal this week. Great. Uh, Jones, let's start corrections music. We got a few. Uh, so the Xbox packing games I was trying to think of were Tetris Worlds and Star Wars The Clone Wars. Now, that's a uh, game that came out before the Clone Wars series. It was the movie? Oh, no, that, okay. Yeah, because that I was gotcha. based on episode two. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So it was just called Star Wars The Clone Wars. Do you I remember that I, game? I think it might have just even just been called Clone Wars. Star Wars Clone Wars. I looked at the, the, the box art. There's a the, the in between. There's is oh, okay. Dias yeah, in it. No Sifo-Dyas. <laughs> Are we sure about that? Yeah. I'm not positive. We got to play we, we may never know, really. Let us know, listeners. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Uh, Sony is not one of the studios in the SAG after voice actor strike, which is cool. Uh, apparently Insomniac is, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ian's idea of always making the player the good guys in Call of Duty is actually already implemented in America's Army games. Cool. Didn't know that. And I put uh, the good guys in quotation marks uh, just because we, we had this conversation. We get it. Uh, apparently, the Xbox Xbox One's day one achievement is buried and you can't find it anymore. Oh. If you're on an Xbox One. Oh. Yep. Why even have it? And then uh, the head of Biomutant Developer Experiment 101, I'm going to do my best here, is pronounced Stefan Jungvis. Whoa. That's what the robot, like somebody just said, like the robot says it like this. Stefan oh. Jungvis. Oh, okay. Cool. That second one was better. Stefan Jungvis. The best. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. And also, I don't mean to be flippant about the good guys thing again. I just, it was in quotation marks. So in America's Army, like you play as the Americans versus the terrorists. Wait, were those PC games? Did yeah. I remember that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're PC games funded by the U.S. Yeah, Army. I think I America's remember those. Army have a big presence at E3. Really? really? They had roll tanks up every year. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I think I played one at like a cyber cafe one time. It's kind of twisted. It was kind of bad. It's it's recruitment. Yeah, it, I think it, it was like a boot camp level. Yeah, and I was like, okay. The game the game is designed for recruitment. Back to Warcraft three, <laughs> and the correction of the music. Yeah, we should have a whole discussion. Is that F or not? I don't know. Like, it's a good way to communicate to teenagers. They like video games, Maybe. right? And you got to recruit teens in the army, but with with games, with games. That's the. They're trying anything, dude. And the Navy made a whole movie to recruit people. Battleship. What movie? Battleship. Battleship. It's made in the 1980s. I think it starred Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. No. Yes. Top Gun is funded by the Navy. It's done. It was done with their approval, and they gave yes. I actually think that increased they actually, numbers. They actually used it in their recruitment stuff as well. I believe that it would increase numbers afterward. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to fly a jet after that? Me. I don't really want Pretty to. Much. Why? Because of the goose? Because it's you, dangerous. Goose. Yeah, and goose. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> you learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, I'm okay. Yeah, sorry. I don't think. I, I don't yeah, think no, because like, they even wouldn't pay for a movie where goose dies. Yeah, they didn't commission it, but yeah. like once they were approached by Paramount, they're like, oh hell yeah, like, okay. let's do oh, this. Hell let's yeah. Let's make this happen. Great. Great. <laughs> so my favorite way to start a podcast mm-hmm. always. Is a game announcement. Yeah. We're not starting with a game announcement this week. What? <laughs> Why? So I think the biggest thing that happened over the past seven days, still the best thing to talk about, the hottest thing to talk about today, is what happened with Half Life 2 Episode 3. Never came out. Can, you, can, right. you, can you summarize it for me? I have a lot of it. summarization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's the setup, Brad. I'm doing the, my, the, these transitions Damiani wants so badly. Uh, so here's what happened. We have a man named Mark Laidlaw who worked on all of the Half-Life games. As a developer, as a writer, he was involved with every single one. Uh, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Episode 1, Episode 2. He left Valve, announced his departure in January of 2016. Okay. And, I I mean, most... Most everyone who worked on Half-Life, uh, the, the big people on Might Half-Life be gone. Least, are gone. Yeah. You know, over the last year, I feel like we've said, this person's leaving Valve, this person's leaving Valve. And so, yeah, uh, he left in January 2016. This, <clears throat> this week, he released on his personal blog a very strange, short piece of fiction uh, entitled Epistle 3. And it is a, basically, it's written as a letter by a character named Gertie Fremont. <laughs> So what this is, everyone, this is the entire plot of Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Just written out mm-hmm. as a letter. Uh, and it basically says everything that would have happened in the game. Mm-hmm. Just published right there on the internet. That's what happened, Brad. I wonder how long ago this was decided. Or yep. if he was one of the head writers and just always had this. Mm-hmm. And was like, I'm going to tell the story. Or if other people were in on it. Yes. And he hasn't gotten in trouble for this or anything? That's the thing. So, actually, I contacted Rick Hogue of Hogue Law on this. Yeah. Really? Oh, so I was cool. Curious. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I warned Jones. He's got more law to read this week. Uh, so, yeah, basically, because I was curious, because, like, the, you, you change the names, obviously, to avoid some legality, mm-hmm. right? You call it fan fiction to avoid some legality. But... Does that work? Does that fly? And yeah, that's what I, this I is what know. I went to Hogue about. And I, I said, is, is that right? Like, can't, it does that fly? And his answer is no. Oh. No. Oh, no. And so uh, uh, he's got some ideas about, like, what's going on here. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll just have Jones read that. Because I was curious from a lawyer's standpoint. And again, uh, I guess, yeah, if we should set that up. 
uh, we're sponsored by Hogue Law, one of yeah. our sponsors. And so Rick Hogue listens to the podcast, cares about this stuff, and says, like, hey, if you have any questions, email me. And I said, like, I have a question about this thing. He's like, sure. Here's my thoughts. So just this part uh, right there? Just the brackets. Baby? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It is possible that Mr. Laidlaw simply believes he is in the right, provided he couches what he releases as fan fiction, etc. It is most definitely not. A number of employees have difficulty with the notion that their ideas belong to their employer. I think this unlikely owing to his long career in the industry, over which he should have become familiar with the concepts of IP ownership, etc., burn, described in my previous email, but it is possible. More cynically, if Valve isn't involved in allowing the release, he may believe that relying on, one, changed names, and two, fan fiction, gives him plausible deniability to claim he fits into this option, legal obliviousness, and thus defeat attempts to challenge him, simply by clouding the waters, making litigation more expensive. The fact that he is making the fan fiction claim at all suggests that he understands he is, at best, in a legal gray area. In short, I think he is most likely violating Valve's rights here, but for some reason could, uh, for some reason thinks Valve won't come after him. Hmm. Could be his relationship with the company. Could be that the company permitted the release or believes they did. The exact nature of the reason is likely to remain speculative unless and until we hear more, which may never come. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I thought that was interesting. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the our theories are panel, and I want I want to know where you each each of you rest. Uh, Valve thought it was okay. Uh, Valve doesn't care. Valve is not working on any Half Life games, and simply don't care that this story leaked. And and they just like Mark Laidlaw. I guess those are really the two. Is like Valve wouldn't care to sue, or Valve wouldn't sue. Or three, he's going to war in some weird way. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's deliberately being antagonistic. That's yeah. option three, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, what but do you believe? What do you believe? Why would this happen suddenly? I think Valve didn't give him permission, and he just did anyways, but I don't mm-hmm. think they'll care in the grand scheme. Yeah. They're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Valve seems like a pretty mellow place to work. Yeah. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's just kind of vibe I get from it. I, I think we might have heard something by now if Valve was going after him. Mm-hmm. Um, from the impressions I get, we, we might hear, it, if something happens, it might be within a few weeks, Brad. Oh, okay. Uh, but... Getting their legal I, team together. I'm kind of with you, though, dude, is I don't think anything will ever come of this. I think that Valve will say, that's okay. You know what? You did to the fans something right. You you put published the story. They've yeah, been dying and you it could it. be bad PR for them if they go yeah. after him, too. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, if I, was a, if I was a big Half-Life fan, yeah. they'd already be on, like, thin ice with me right. a lot. Like, Huber. Yes. They're dead to Huber, pretty much. Right. So if they come after Mark Laidlaw now, yeah. they're villains of the internet. Yeah. Forever. There's and, no... Yeah. And isn't that the rumor why they didn't do three? Like, one of the reasons that, like, didn't The No say that a while back, that, like, uh, uh, Mass Effect 3 scared them, that, like, there was all this, anti- this, this uh, anti-Mass Effect 3 sentiment, and so they're like, well, we don't want to bother putting this huge, like, ending together for our game. Jones, I remember hearing that and not buying it, but maybe you're right Yeah, here. it sounds like a weird excuse, too. That seems too, like a weird but... excuse for Valve. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, they know they're making a thing that nobody will ever be happy with. That is a factor. You know? Yeah, that's true. And, I and mean, it, it just really bugs me because that was the plan for three episodes. They yes. said they were going to do that, and yeah. they didn't follow through. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what really bugs me. And they waited so long. It's a problem now. I think we fall into a mistake in games media of saying, calling it Half-Life 3 all the time. No. When Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was absolutely teased and promised mm-hmm. it was a product that was meant to come out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what we—that's what yeah. this is for—is episode three. What would have been that third episode? Damiani, where do you stand? What do you think this is about? I mean, I honestly think it's more 
what you guys said that Valve probably wouldn't do anything. Um, I do think that a few things uh, that I was considering when I was hearing uh, the legal explanation and stuff. Um, it could be entirely possible that Valve won't do anything, but also just if they decide to ever do Half-Life 2 Episode 3, they can be like, oh, that leaked story, like, that's actually just... His, we know he was the lead writer in all these games and stuff, but mm-hmm. we actually had another team writing something else, and we were going to go with that. So mm-hmm. he was just releasing the story that he came up with, which was... A, they just make up some story denying that, like, that's not what it was going to be. That That's his version of it. It's not what we're doing. We're, do, we're doing something else. So they could still, if they wanted to, they could still go forward and, and at some point release that game with a totally different story and be like, whatever, you know, you, your your story was whatever you want, you do with it, who cares. Um, but let's, Damiani, for, the, this the, is where we're going to the next part of the conversation. For real, do you think Valve is ever going to make Half-Life 2 Episode 3? Do you think Valve is ever making that game? I, I don't. I right now, no. Right, uh, things nobody can change. does. No, Why would th- you think that? Uh, I think anything's possible. I think there's still a chance for it to happen at some Should point. Three happen. No, Damian. This, this. Who's to say something doesn't happen at one point where they're just like we're, we're tired of half? Like I don't think they're gonna do this, but there's always the possibility. You can't say zero percent chance. Like it's un- very unlikely. Because, but because I don't think Mark Laidlaw's mad. I don't think he's. I don't think he's angry at Val. I don't think he wants to hurt them. I think, I think he's trying he to offer. No, it would have been a lot sooner. I imagine. Yeah, I, I feel like he was. There must honestly, what must have happened is all those people left because there's someone internally at Valve who has the authority to make all the calls. Mm-hmm. Said we are not for the foreseeable future, aka. 10 years or more, we have no plans to do anything with the Half-Life franchise. And that's why a lot of the So if you guys are waiting around to work on this, is yeah. all you're here for, you might want to take this opportunity to look elsewhere for other stuff. Yeah. Like, you want to do your own thing or something? We're not doing it right now. They might have all left. This could have been an act from him for closure for the fans of, I want to give you something because I know. He, he only did this, honestly, because he knows it's never happening. Yes, that's like, what that's I'm That's what he has to do. Yes. And he just wanted to give the fans closure. But, like, to be brutally honest, that's not going to give fans enough closure. They're never going to shut up until they get the game. Until there's a game that says Half-Life 2 Episode 3 or Half-Life 3, it will never end. It will not end. There will always be doubts around that story. Like, oh, cool, that's what he wanted it to be. But one person doesn't, like, make the game and stuff. Like, it could have, like, nah, we want a game. Canon. We this want a, canon, a game. And also, the other thing is, yeah. um, the whole thing about Valve owns everything, uh, he changed the names and stuff, obviously. Yeah. If he came up with this, the story for the third game, like, it was never conceived, in, like, ahead of time. Like, he went home and on, like, napkin stuff, like, here's how Half-Life 3 will probably go and stuff on his own time, and just came up with it. Like, it's not the official, like, story that Valve is going to use. It's just something he made up, like, out of the blue. And by, like, Yeah, that's it, not going to hold up, It's dude. not, but it it's makes it even more great. If he, didn't, if he didn't write it on compute company equipment, if he didn't use any kind of company equipment to create it mm-hmm. in his own time, and he doesn't call it Half-Life 3 or Half-Life 2 Episode 3, changes the name, settings, everything like that, I think they have less... They, it's harder for them to prove. It's not worth Valve's time to go after that. It's right. so ambiguous. It's just like screw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to make it. If he goes to try and kick, make a Kickstarter mm-hmm. with something like like that game concept, I think Valve will get might a little uh, might get a little upset about that. But yeah. this this is just someone who just like wanted to give some small shred of closure to people wondering where the heck what the heck's going on. And I think this is it is a huge sign that. You're not getting this. It's not happening. Yeah. Like you need to like move on. Valve does not care about this. Jones, do you feel a small shred of closure? Uh, I don't know if I want to read this thing. I, I haven't read Wait, it really? actually. Yeah. And you're not even curious. I'm extremely curious, but it just kind of hurts, you know, to read this weird letter with different names. You yeah. Know, to try to get that closure. Um, 
And, and for me, it's like, I don't know. The story was so open-ended, it, it wasn't necessarily like, gosh, I hope these things happen in the story. Like, that was never Half-Life for me. It was just mm-hmm. like the, uh, and, and to be honest, the story is like, good. You know, it was really just the events. You know, it was like how how each, you know, beat of that journey, that adventure, like tied into each other that was just so captivating for me about those games. Um, and the character relationships, you know, so like I want to see what happens to these characters. Like I care about Alex, I care about uh, Gordon, and so I just I'm curious what happens to them. Um, but re- reading it that way, ugh. but like I get that like that's the last cord on the shoot. That's like the last thing you can do at this mm-hmm. point. But I can't, I can't stop thinking it was just one employee. Like it was someone he bumped into at a bar, and they he was like, oh, or I hadn't talked to him in a long time, so I'm at a birthday party or something, and was like, hey, and he's like, how's Valve? And the guy's like, oh, I'm not I'm not at Valve anymore. He's like, really? You're you're not there. He's like, is anybody is anybody still left there? And maybe like rattle off some names. And they're yeah. like, they're all gone. So yeah. he's like, all right, I'm doing it, man. If literally, if literally no one's there, you know, if like if now something must have happened, it's like mm-hmm. some sign off or some they didn't renew the trademark or some some signal that's like, oh, okay. Like Damiani said, like it's it's dead. There's yeah. no way. Um, they would have to pay money now to bring it back, you know, to like bring on a bunch of new people. And of course, you know, like you were saying, why would they? Right. What would be the point? to do that for for not like a sequel or something or a remaster but like another part of an extra thing yeah it's such a weird thing to to go back on so many years later all right brad we got to talk about it we got to talk about valve as a as a publisher okay and the decisions they're making okay they have one of the most beloved video game game i guess video games aren't they're not called video games on pc one of the most beloved game franchises of all time team fortress 2 well, yeah, they got that too. We can, have, we can talk about Team Fortress. Half-Life, man. That's my favorite. Half-Life is one of the most yeah, beloved absolutely. video game franchises. Yeah. One of the most respected, highly regarded. Not one of the greats, though. Uh, not, not yet. yet. Uh, it is discarded. They don't care about it. Yeah. They have. Uh, they do have many other franchises that are well-regarded. Like you just said, Team Fortress. Counter-Strike, I think it could count very well CSGO, as its own yeah, franchise. CSGO is huge. Uh, Dota is huge. Yeah. Dota is the hugest. It's yeah. the biggest. Uh, and so I guess you could say uh, they don't need Half-Life. No, I mean, they're just a different company now from what a lot of people fell in love with them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. I get totally companies want to change and do different things. That's totally cool. But I think they just kind of lost a lot of their families because they were known for like single player story driven games like that that people really love. They kind of like started dipping their toes more into multiplayer and everything like that, which is totally fine. But man, it's so bad for those people that wanted that closure. Yeah, they just wanted it, man. They well, were promised it. So I want to pull, Pam. I want to pull another really interesting part of all this. Is that Mark Laidlaw has been on Twitter in response to like what's been happening on his blog and things like that, and responding to people's questions and things, and like being kind of cute, mm-hmm. you know, referring to it as fan fiction and everything. And he's like, "Why is everybody gender swapping my fan fiction?" Like, you know, he's, <laughs> he's playing the game. He's doing that well. Uh, one thing he said that's really interesting though is somebody asked him directly, "Hey, what was going on with the G-Man and Alex?" And his response is really interesting to me. Uh, this is So this is from his Twitter. Uh, like most things in the Half-Life series, answers are developed strictly as needed. So no, I had no fixed ideas about this, just planting seeds. Hmm. So so Half-Life they, they was running know. like Lost. They, they didn't, didn't know. They did yeah. not know. Half-Life was running crazy like Lost. And so really I feel that when we talk about getting the closure, Brad, Half-Life 2 Episode 3 comes out, it's not closure. That's not the end of the story at all. I think it's, you know. I mean, they could have ended it. 
Yeah. But, I, but I think that's what's interesting about me, why I'm not so, like, you know, uh, focused on the story. It's yeah. like, I just want to see closure for a game. It was so exciting to see what they did with Half-Life bringing it to two. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's one thing that I got Alien 3 that was like, okay, you yeah, know, and like, sure. but it's another thing that they just end there. And you're like, what? This franchise had so much momentum. Like, yeah. what's happening? Alien and, 3? Uh, yeah, it's like if they had ended on Aliens, you know, if they, oh, that's it. Alien. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I was saying. Like, yeah. Uh, 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 but uh, no, I'm sorry. It's if, if Aliens had two short films after, <laughs> and then they stopped it mm-hmm. yeah, before they were going to make the third one. Gordy's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, so yeah, it, but it did feel that way. It definitely, like I said, definitely did feel like a chase sequence that just kept going saying, and just, going and going. So not necessarily a resolution to the story so much, but a resolution to the game. Yes, yeah, that makes sense to me. I get what you're saying. That uh, yeah, that we we uh, it's like Candyland. We were almost there, you know. Mm-hmm. Just didn't get yeah, uh, did, didn't get to that last square. Didn't get the win. And never will. And never will. And likely never ever. will. Yeah. How crazy is that? It, it's interesting the the concept of like narrative debt, or I don't know what you would call it, but just like the, the where you got the news, you 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 know what happens, you know, to that person who the TV show gets canceled, their film, you know, doesn't get a sequel or something like that, and that person kind of like holds the information hostage. It's just like this one or two people that know. Yeah. You know, it's such a dumb thing that you know for like all these people to be devoid of that information. I like that. I like the phrase narrative debt. I'm trying to think. Uh, I, had, think I had another classic example wet. in my head. I'm just like, you're not getting it. Oh, God. Game of Thrones with the books. You know, the fact that people are like so hurt that they're like, George R. R. Martin owes me this. Yes. It's like, does he? And, like, but I he knows, and he has all the I'm things. Still, I, I'm still on the fence about that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he does, but mm-hmm. like when you break it down logically, it doesn't make any sense. We're just like, I just do whatever like he wants to. When you say something's coming, yes, you have a responsibility to deliver on it. Yes. <laughs> Or at least say it way earlier on. Like, just flat out say it. Like, they should have said it a long time ago. Yeah. Instead of just being quiet about it. That's, and, a, and that's I, a really good point. At that's the same time, non-apologetic, yeah. too. Yeah. They're yep. just like, they, they, they never yeah. really buried yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They, like, just be like, just say something, And still man. today. Still today, They Valve won't wants. say it. Yeah. And that's why we think maybe Valve knew that he was going to leak this, and maybe they're okay with it, because it is a way for them to say, we're done, we're not doing it, without having to come out and say, we're done, we're not doing it. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. It's a crazy situation. It seems like a weird way to run your business. It's such a... But as a business, they're doing very well. Yes. Very well. Yeah. You know what? Yes. They don't need... The truth is, they don't need half They don't need it. They don't need a well-regarded little first-person shooter that's, you know, people adore. That made them who they are. Yeah. They don't need it. How crazy is I that? I wonder if they wrote a letter to Sony after that infamous press conference, and they're just like, look, we don't need this bad publicity, which, okay? Which infamous The Last Guardian, Shenmue, Final Fantasy VII remake, like, all our dreams! Uh-huh. I wonder if Valve like, wrote Sony a letter, and they're just like, look, I don't know what you're trying here, but, you know, <laughs> we don't appreciate it. We're not coming. All eyes are on us, and it's not a good feeling. Jones, I can't <laughs> imagine, though, I can't imagine the Half-Life... I don't think they would call it episode three. The Half-Life 3 trailer, I can't imagine what it is that makes people happy. I think just like everybody would be rolling their eyes the whole way through. You know? No, they don't have to show anything. Just show a oh, logo. No. Logo would make people That's happy. It. I think you're right. You, what do you logo at the end. Oh, you got to have G-Man. Don't show. Oh, okay. G-Man. Sure, you got to have G-Man in the background Talk saying G-Man, something. G-Man, but remember when we got, was it the Halo 3 trailer? Yeah, remember at the beginning of Halo 3 where Cortana like was off? Where she was like, you're, you're, you're like, whoa, Cortana, what's wrong? You know, and it's like, something's going on there. Like, yeah. there's something wrong with her that she can't communicate with Master Chief. Be cool if, like, G-Man talked over it and was, like, pissed. It was, like, a different tone. You see some G-Man. emotion like, from him, that's cool. Oh, you know, like, just sounded like, why well, can't we, like, he, like, part of it's garbled. You're like, mm-hmm. what did he say there? I can't hear it. And then at the end, yeah, just, like, the, dr- the, yeah. The, the circle with the little three in the yeah. corners. My dream like, with that is, yeah, is, explosions. they just release <laughs> it one day. Just shadow drop it. It's out. Yeah. Boom, nothing. It's just there. Yeah. That'd be the best. We know that dream is far And the least far likely. Off, you found the that. least yeah. likely. That's but it would be the coolest thing they could do for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. 
Like, I'll be honest, when VR was becoming a thing, like, a few years ago, like, yes. we were hearing rumbles about it, I'm yeah. like, maybe Valve is waiting for VR. They're investing heavily. And they're head investing heavily. Yes, I'm like, maybe episode headset. three or Half-Life 3 or whatever will be VR-focused. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not no it. way, baby. Honestly, I don't think I don't think that would make people. Wait, was that for me? That was for you, baby. You said no way. It was the last thing. Oh, okay, okay. I want Team Fortress. Jones is down though. to two chips. <laughs> let's uh, let's cheer ourselves up. Let's talk about game announcements. We got some good news. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sega had a press conference exclusively about Yakuza. Cool. This past week, uh, many Yakuza announcements. Well, we'll, 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 I don't know. Should we play rank this? I don't know. We're not playing rank this significance. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 was announced. So Yakuza Kiwami uh, just came out in the U.S. today. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a remake, basically, of the first Yakuza, updating it into a current engine. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is the Yakuza 6 engine, so it's even better. I think Kiwami is based off the Yakuza 5 engine. Uh, anyway, oh. Yakuza Kiwami 2 off the 6 engine. That's coming out December 7th in Japan. But It's awesome. It's great. Great for fans. That's like... Wow. We've had two already this year. Yeah. Wait, when is this coming out here? No, we no, no we don't US, have a date in this year. No US Two games in a year is pretty crazy, though. That's crazy, dude. That's too much. I think uh, Yakuza 0 just skyrocketed that franchise, at least here. Yeah. It helped a ton. Yeah, I hope Kiwami That's does great, well. dude. People love those games. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, not much else to... Oh, yeah, I do. Wait, I have a detail, Brad. It includes the Truth of Majima Goro campaign cool. that lets you play as Majima Goro. What's cool about it is, though, because that was... Is that cool? Uh, sure. I don't know who he is yet, though. Oh, okay. I'm not very far in it. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh. You're, you're new to Yakuza 2. I yeah, yeah. About that. I, like, I've cubered yeah. seeing the praise about him ever since it came out. I yeah. always know about him, but I never played him. But what's cool about this is uh, 1 and 2 are PS2 games. A little harder to get access to. Yeah. Now you can play on PS4. Yeah. Nice remake. It's pretty cool. Uh, I ran that by Huber, and he says, that's a good time to be Majima Goro. Cool. <laughs> Yakuza 2 is a cool. good time to be that character. Yeah. Look, a franchise that's Is it based on Yakuza 2? Is that the thing? So I so believe yeah, it is, yeah. So yeah, it's a remake of Yakuza 2. I'm sorry if I didn't So they're that. just going right back through. Yeah, they might do a Kiwami because, every game. Because, well, yeah. 3 is on PS3, so. Oh, okay. Maybe, right. I mean. Nah, dude. That'd be great if it was. On it. Count on Kiwami 3. At this point, that's a pattern. Or you they could just do, it, yeah. like, HD collections of those. Yeah. 3, 4. You're right. You can just up res that a lot. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, cooler still, a Fist of the North Star game by the Yakuza team, PlayStation 4, 2018. Fist of the North Star is an intense anime I've never watched. I only know the meme, you are already dead. I had a Game Boy game that was impossible to play, super hard. And But I just know it's this intense, very muscular dude just punching other more mm -hmm. muscular dudes. Uh, I've never seen it either. Okay. Actually. Yeah. I've always known about it, but I just like... I just knew it was a it's dude punching stuff, right? and I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, sounds fun. It's got Go a reputation on. for... What's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got a reputation for like being a cool anime. Like super right? manly and yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool to see the Yakuza team trying something like this. You see... Basically, you see third-person brawling, but then you see silly stuff, too. Uh, you see him as a bartender uh, mixing up drinks. Uh, you see him. Uh, there's a guy on a motorcycle. He just knocks him off with a steel beam. <laughs> it just, like, it looks funny. Yeah. It, looks, it looks cool. And it's uh, just yeah, it was, an exciting it was a project. Fun, it was a cool trailer. Cool announcement. Yeah, really, really That's cool. That's great, dude. Yeah. Uh, finally, last Yakuza announcement. Yakuza Online, a PC-exclusive online Yakuza game. Dude, just running wild. Yeah. The Yakuza, oh, dude. Yeah. And that comes out. 
this year on PC? This is PC only? That's PC only. Interesting. Yes. But they wanted to clarify to everyone that it's not the next Yakuza project, which is coming to consoles in 2018. Um, do we know if this is coming to the West? Online? Yeah. I doubt it. Dude. I wonder if this is no another Dragon's Dogma Online situation yeah, or Dragon's something. Dragon's Dogma, Dragon Quest. Oh. Never came, 10 never came out. Yeah, dude, I bet I bet there's no way Yakuza Online. Oh, man. Let me play your games, man. How is, I, how is Yakuza an online game, though? I don't know. Running around the streets punching dudes? Yeah. I wonder if like, the mini games have leaderboards or something that you yeah. can Maybe do, it's like GTA like... Online? I don't know. It's just weird to me to, like, t- t- what I think of Yakuza is one guy strutting down the street. Yeah. But thinking, now you could be, like, three guys thinking strutting of down hundreds. the street. No, I'm just thinking of hundreds of guys <laughs> yeah. just all strutting down the well, street. What if it's Everyone's like, a tough guy. What if it's, like, a map and there's, like, five people in that map kind of thing like that? Like GTA. Yeah, that's okay. what I meant. All right, all right, I get you. Or get there's, you. like, dojos, places you can go to to fight and yeah, win yeah. those places. Like, all right. you have, like, 1v1 duels or you can play, like, arcade machines against each other. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, like, World of Warcraft necessarily. Okay. All right. Thanks for setting my expectations straight there. Yeah, those are the Yakuza announcements. We had a Square Enix announcement. Uh, and, you know, normally I'm not super stoked on remakes, but this one's pretty uh, uh, interesting for a couple of reasons. Secret of Mana. Oh, yeah. Secret of Mana, the cream of the crop, rising mm-hmm. to the top. Mm. <laughs> Very good, Brad. Uh, yeah. Do we say Mana or Mana? What kind of family are we? Um, I say Mana for this. Damiani? I say Mana. Jones? I now say Mana. Okay, we're a Mana family. (laughs) I've changed teams. We're a Mana family. Secret of Mana. Excuse me. Uh, That is coming out February 15th, 2018, uh, in the U.S. even. Yeah. Yeah, that is actually, we have that confirmed for the U.S. So, uh, Secret of Mana is a Super Nintendo game. Hell yeah. Uh, It's a a franchise that has not been treated well over the years, I would say. Uh, And so, it's pretty cool to see Square Enix go back and try to recreate this game. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, don't think of it as... Final Fantasy 7 remake. Don't think of it as that kind Correct. of update. Uh, we're still top down. We do have uh, fully polygonal models for everybody, mm-hmm. but uh, and a lot of the style is retained too as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you could compare it closer to uh, Lost Sphere. Yes. I, I, yes. It looks like that kind of yeah, budget. Yeah, totally. Cool. totally. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, it's not going to blow your mind with its visuals. Right, yeah. But it looks right. It looks solid. And it's on the Switch, yeah. baby. Yeah. No, it's on the Switch. Oh, it's not coming to Switch. At least not yet. Sorry, Joe. What about it's not coming to Switch and it's not coming to Microsoft. But it's coming to Vita. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And no, PS4. no, no. We got Steam. It's coming to Steam. Oh, it is too. Nice. PC, yeah. Steam. Yeah. Or, sorry, PC, PS4, and Vita. Nice. Yeah. It's Sony and PC only. So, oh, so Microsoft Store is what you're going to do? Yeah, they're going to store well? Xbox. Not coming, yeah, it's not coming. Okay. It's not available there. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha, so gotcha. it's another Sony console or Sony device exclusive and PC. Yes. I think it's, honestly, Damiani, I think it's one of those incidental exclusives. Um, that, I don't think Sony paid a cent for it. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's what makes yeah. most sense for them. Right? That's what I am and I was like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Except we didn't get the Vita version here. They have it in Japan, but we didn't get it. Got it. But at least Lost Sphere is coming to Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be unique, though, for a game to be remastered for a different console manufacturer. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a game that was exclusive to a Nintendo system being remade not for a Nintendo system. Yeah, I don't system. know why it's not on there. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, Damiani, isn't Secret of Mana on the Super Nintendo Classic? Yes, it is. Dang. That's so, a yeah, snub. Uh, That's I, a snub. I was getting confused a second. I thought I was caught up in those PS1 re-releases back in the late 90s, early 2000s, but I don't think it was. It in was, one of the Final Fantasy anthologies or something? Yeah, no, that, it wasn't. It was never a PlayStation. Because I was going to say, I don't think so. Because I was going to say, oh, they're just, that's an excuse for why they could have done it. But sure. 
Nope. Nah, just bad manners. Just putting the game out on PlayStation 4, the leading platform. I mean, it makes sense. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. The way I explained it, uh, I was asked for my opinion on this. And I'll throw this by the panel and see how you feel about it. Uh, I think Secret of Mana, this remake, was given the right budget. I think if you throw a Final Fantasy VII remake budget oh, on this, oh, yeah. you're overspending. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. I think it's appropriate for what it is. I mean, Damiani, are you disappointed with the visuals? No. Uh, and honestly, I, I kind of wish they just... I know they need the spectacle of Final Fantasy VII remake, but for like 10 years ago, whenever it was in the mid-2000s, when PlayStation... There's like articles in EGM that used to tease that, hey... Uh, they might be remaking the PS1 Final Fantasies for PlayStation 2. And I was like, oh, cool. They're just going to make them look like Final Fantasy X style. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Put me in a year. I don't know when I'm thinking of these rumors being so true. Is this like the PSP era? Uh, no. Because they did P- that. This is PS2 era. It was before PSP. So it was like, Somebody said they're remaking Final Fantasy VII back in the PS2. No, no, no. It was, no, like, he, it was like a game. It was GameSpot. GameSpot. So Final Fantasy VII, VIII, and nine oh. yes. were rumored to be possibly or being considered by Square Enix for a PS2 style remake. But PS2, because it was the current system. Yeah, yeah. So basically it was just like, hey, you know Final Fantasy X, what they did with that? They're going to go back and reuse, like, you know, realistic proportions and stuff and go mm-hmm. back and redo those games. Never happened. And I think that was kind of like the genesis for the Final Fantasy VII remake conspiracies and, and crazy theories. Like, oh. Dude, I think three. I think the, the PlayStation 3 that's, Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, that, that started before that. But then PlayStation yeah. 3 came around and they yeah. did the tech demo. And everyone yeah. was like, oh, there. Like, even when that, when that happened, I was like, that's that PS2 remake they were, like, rumored about. Dude, now it's happening on PS3. If we had podcasts back then, if I had a show, I would be so mean to them for like why would you tease that why would you show everybody final fantasy 7 running yeah. that's like having a half-life episode yeah. 3 tech demo yeah that was so wrong that <laughs> was putting so out a new wrong. half-life tech demo and yeah. not yeah. anything yeah <laughs> no nah, that wasn't real anyway okay um i i so the context i always wanted final fantasy 7 just to be updated i didn't want this grand remake like they're doing with it right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i just wanted hey uh maybe the pre-rendered backgrounds become 3d environments but it's still the characters still look roughly the same. They just maybe up their polygon count just a little bit. Sure. And, you know, draw, make it fill out the 69 screen, and we're in business. It's like, or even just take the printer backgrounds, make them 69, redraw them or something, and touch up the character models just a little bit mm-hmm. so they're not so, like, Lego-looking and, you mm-hmm. know, a little, little nicer. Maybe, like, World of Final Fantasy, even. Oh, okay. Like, because they're chibi. Yeah. So yeah, something yeah. to clean it up a little bit with the, the art style. And there. Secret of Mana does that. And yeah, Secret of Mana is basically but this your is wish. Perfect. So yeah. yeah, what they're doing. So when that announcement happened for Secret yeah. of Mana, I basically tweeted out said like, ah, this is all I ever wanted for Final Fantasy VII was this type of update to the game. Not me, like, maybe. I, uh, but that's if I wanted to stay one to one. You know, I don't like that tweet, Damiani. It's like adding something negative. It's like uh, you're saying something nice about Secret of Mana, right. but you're still saying something mean about Final Fantasy VII. That's if they remade or redid Final Fantasy VII and tried to make it a one to one conversion. Yeah. Mm. Like everything's going to stay in as is. Right. Obviously, the new remake is not doing that anymore. It's doing yeah. its own thing. So that's a whole different story. I would argue that they're doing the right thing with the Final Fantasy VII budget. I think with the expectations of what that game should be and where it should <laughs> be, I think they're spending the right amount I mean, of money. It's something you... I would say it's expected, but yeah. I think everything they're doing is just setting themselves up for... This Valve Seven remake. Watch, it will go down as being another argument for Valve to be like, "Yeah, we're never doing Half Life 3. You see what happened with that Final Fantasy Seven remake they did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no way you can live up to expectations after this many years. Look what happened. Just, Look no, we're not yeah. doing yeah. this. <laughs> 
That sounds like it's podcast half time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. L. Thanis. Mango. Hogue Law, a business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the Allies. Check them out at www.hoguelaw.com. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Michael Kozachenko, who is producing video game long-form reviews on YouTube at youtube.com slash Iron Harvest, a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920-plus to life. JoJo Dent Co., your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you'd like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. I have sp- uh, sponsor announcements to make. Uh, one, uh, Scorn has started a Kickstarter. Um, so they're, 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 I believe it's going to be episodic. And they said they're done with part one. And uh, they're just, they're not totally satisfied. They're like, we want to put, we want to invest more into this and we think it's worth it. And so they're like, we want to get a demo out there. We want to show you more of the game. So we don't just want to, you know, throw up the Kickstarter uh-huh. uh, and just kind of pause development. So you'll be hearing more about Scorn. New coming trailer. Out soon. But uh, gotta uh, be a new trailer, right? I, I, I think it's incoming. I don't think I don't know if they put one up with a Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, I just found this out recently. This was uh, this was this week. Um, so uh, I invite you to go check out uh, on their website. Go check out the Kickstarter information if you would like to make sure to to get behind those somber tapestries and make sure they happen. <laughs> and uh, we will be having a sponsor that will be not continuing with us into September. And I just want to give a shout out to Mr. Michael Kozachenko, who has been a dedicated sponsor of the Easy Eyes podcast since day one. Thank you, Mr. Kozachenko. Best of luck. Thank you. Uh, making those long-term reviews. Oh, yeah. Long form, excuse me. Uh, and, yeah, you're, as you just said, from day one, I think our first podcast, we, st- we had my uh, Kozachenko in uh, podcast halftime. So, Good run. Sticking around as a patron, still Good a loyal run. patron, still supporting us a great deal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no longer specifically supporting, uh, sponsoring the podcast. Cool, cool. Thank you, sponsors. I got a new segment for everyone. Brad loves new segments. He said... Uh, can you get me a new segment when he sat down in the chair? I got the segment I wanted. It's what's in Damiani's cup. Okay. Yeah, that's a good segment. This segment is called Strictly Business. Okay. Wow, the smile that disappeared from Jones's face. So, Jones, I'm sorry to get you unexcited, but Strictly Business is kind of that. It's kind of handling the headlines that aren't necessarily exciting, but there's still things that are happening in the world of video games. Don't worry about it, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> You sickened me. You sickened me. There it is. <laughs> uh, this week, Microsoft officially discontinued the regular version of the Xbox One. Mm. So currently, there are now only Xbox One S, the 500 gig, and the one terabyte versions, and the Xbox One X. Mm. That's it. 
Uh, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. We knew that, kind of, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they said they were going to do this. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they touted the S that way, where they were like, this, get to know this as the new Yeah, Xbox. they just yeah. have more official model now. Last fall, they were selling both, but it's really just buy the S, everybody. That's kind of how it was. And so, yeah, it's gone. Kind of weird, though. I mean, that's it. So long, OG. When did they Xbox stop? Were they, did they stop yeah. selling Connects a while ago, or did they still do it? So you for can a while? you can buy them online for a while afterward. But okay. yeah, they took them out of the box. Because when I bought mine, they didn't have one in yeah. mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And even with the S, you can buy a converter. To oh, and I totally missed the details. Yeah. This is so sad because huh. this is one of like the major things I'm excited about from their last press conference. But I totally missed the details of the Connect games not Connect coming to Xbox One. Yes. That, that's 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 happening, right? There were games that were on Kinect mm-hmm. that they are bringing to the Xbox One without yeah. weird motion controls. So the Disney both. one, including both. that dope Disneyland game. If you have a Kinect, it'll still work with that dope Disneyland. Okay, mm-hmm. but if you if you don't, yep. Hear me out, baby. If you don't, you want it. You just got the you got the analog sticks, and you can do it that way. That is happening, yes. right? Okay, I didn't dream that. Man, somebody <laughs> said that like in passing, and I was like, wait, what? That sounds so awesome. You know, only another company would do that with some motion based games. Just yeah, these versions that didn't have the motion controls. Yeah, nice. we're just so later. We so nice. check it out. It's yeah. so nice. You know, I'd love you know? so generous. Uh, Jones, here's the thing: is that I, I've never heard anyone refer to it as that dope Disneyland game. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I was surprised. <laughs> You're gonna play it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's the only time realistically in three dimensions they've recreated that park. Which I think they should do more, more than often. once. Absolutely. You know, like I think that game would do well. Like, there's mm. also you can make a platformer in it's that outdated park. Outdated now, Jones. Theme park builder. They have a mobile game where out there you're building theme parks. And I was like, ah, I'm like, no, nah, doesn't doesn't satisfy the, the urge. <laughs> so uh, just to be clear to everyone, yeah, w- that was announced at Gamescom. Three family games. They wanted to bring in some family games to their lineup. And so instead of making new ones, they looked at the old ones. Uh, what was it? It was Pixar Rush. Uh, mm. We got some more raised eyebrows from Jones. He's dope Disney Rush. game. Yeah. Uh, that dope Disneyland game. Uh, and also Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. Oh. Which I think was one of the was first the one Xbox Skittles? One games. They I own Zoo yeah. Tycoon, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's Skittles. One. Yeah, no, was, that was... Con- was that Connectimals? Connectimals? Was that real? Was, was that real thing? You're so right. Connectimals okay. is... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's 360. Skittles. Yeah, yeah, Skittles is a 360 game. You're right. Know your memes. Know your memes. Uh, Zoo Tycoon, I think, was one of the first Xbox One games. I'm trying to remember when I... I'm like, I've played Zoo Tycoon, and that's because we did the 12-hour... Launch Six marathon. or twelve hour launch marathon of the yeah. Xbox One, Both and I remember fun. that was at like the bottom of the stack. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Zoo Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, though Zoo Tycoon went on to Planet Coaster and is now working on that cool oh, uh, Jurassic cool. World. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So you know, nice job, Genesis. Yeah, you can get yeah. it. You can get anywhere from anywhere. You know, yeah. it's cool. Do your job good. Cool. Yeah, do your job good, Evolution. as Brad says. Uh, do a good job. Yeah. More strict business. Strict. Look, it's strictly yeah. business. Me versus canceled. It is yeah. ending November 8th. Uh, on the Wii U, you will no longer be able to use Miiverse. No TV. By the way, that's TV with two eyes. Dude, I forgot you could watch TV on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and no Wii U chat. That's what? Crazy. I didn't even know that existed until so, today. Uh, I did it once with my now, friends. That's the voice chat where you can, like, draw on each other and stuff. Did they clarify? Because... Blood pointed it out that it says only for Japan right now that they're shutting it down. Oh, though that, no, that announcement. Dude, I think the post I saw was on NOA. I was gonna, yeah, I yeah. was gonna say anyway. Like what Japan does, it's gonna fall suit. Like yeah, if it's yeah, canceled yeah. there, it's getting canceled everywhere. Yes, but so Miiverse is gone, which is on Wii U, and it's on 3DS, right? Yeah, it's on 3DS. So yeah, it's the on 3DS. So they must not be popular at all then. 
I think or it's, not popular enough. I think it's not popular on 3DS, and as you're right, the word is enough. Uh, I think it is popular on Wii U. Uh, Some of it was popular enough that they worked it into Splatoon 2, like the drawing stuff and shit. Yeah. So stuff explain that, to the audience what the implementation is in Splatoon 2. Um, I don't know exactly. You draw uh, with your fingers. Uh, it sucks, I, dude. Oh, so don't you? Can't, oh, because yeah, there's no stylus. Yeah, uh, there's no stylus. You draw um, with your fingers. You basically can, you can create like art mess or drawing messages that mm-hmm. you can share with people in that like yeah. area, whatever mm-hmm. what it's called. The the or, plaza. Yeah, um, and you just walk by, and it's like it's basically just me verse again. Like you yeah. just walk by, and the messages are popping up, so you can see that on billboards and speech bubbles above yeah. the heads and all over. It's kind of cool, hmm. but yeah. it's just self contained to the game. It's not like you're using a Nintendo account or something to create those messages. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's isolated. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll do that for more games than now. Just self-contained. Though I think, Damiani, I think you have to actually post it to some real-life social media for it to, to actually host the oh, image. Oh, really? Like, I think you have to tweet it out, and then that tweet is brought into... Oh. I'm oh. not sure how Splatoon 2 That's works, to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't actually do it. I yeah. just seen videos of the like the comments being shown. Yeah, so. I think basically you, from your own account, tweet out that image that is uploaded into Splatoon 2. It appears above speech bubbles. Uh... Yeah, so Miiverse is really... That's the big bummer there. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Mario Maker and how crucial it was. You're right. You could leave yeah. messages of feedback. You can leave messages with hints and things like that throughout the entire levels. Mario Maker is going to be bad now. Oh, because don't worry. It's coming to Switch. It'll have in-game comment functionality as well. Yeah. Don't worry. It's mm-hmm. all part of the master plan. It's gonna Mario Maker will be worse on Switch. How will it be worse on Switch? Because... With this, with the Wii U, you could use your tablet and the TV screen at the same time. And with the Switch, you can't. Uh, the Switch is touchscreen. The game just come with a stylus. If the game comes with a stylus, I'm a little happy. I'm a little happy with that, Damiani. <laughs> that would be interesting. Nintendo, you owe me a lot of money for solving your problem right well, there. That, did you just solve their problem for them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Damiani, it's, it's honestly a legit good idea. Yeah, I just liked being able to design on the tablet and then look up on the yeah, TV no, and play I, my level. Yeah, it was just nice to bounce back and hmm. forth quickly. That's going to be a little weird. Yeah. Uh, Brad, is there anything you were going to be sad about if Miiverse goes away? Uh, it, my only memory of Miiverse is when the Wii U first came out, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers on it. Mm-hmm. You could leave like messages by levels, I believe. Yeah. And I just remember seeing some guy's message who just said, this level is hard. And that was it. <laughs> and I, it's just like, oh, that's, that's your that's, impression. That's, that's your, my memory. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like weird drawings that probably someone spent a long time on. I and, love like, the, the lobby. Drawings. No, that's cool. Yeah. But... I don't know if it was worth it for them. Damiani, sounds like you just heard of something, remembered something. The Wind Waker HD is going to be screwed now. You can't do the tingle bottles anymore. That's nope. exclusively done through Miiverse. Yep, gone. Goodbye, game. Goodbye, game. Oh, that was like one of the best features. And that's for people who care about making the statues. Like, if you, there are three, multiple permanently missable ones in a no playthrough. No way, really. Uh, you'd have to start a new playthrough or like beat the game, start the new game plus file again to get them. Oh, that's uh, how it used to work. Uh, but there would be points of no return. Not that you had, you didn't have to play to the mm-hmm. next file or the new game plus. You just outright missed them after certain things happened in the game. But the workaround was, oh, post on like GameFAQs or Miiverse saying, hey, I really need the picture of this. Yeah, yeah. And someone just put it out there and you just keep spamming the bottles. And eventually you get that person's message. Thank you so much. You gave me the one I missed and stuff. Like One's going to make, you could still do that side quest completely on your own with the pictograph but it's gonna oh, be okay. infinitely more annoying yeah. without the Miiver the in, Tingle in the GameCube bottles. version collecting 100% pictograph sucked oh yeah and it's, it, was ter- it was terrible yeah. don't worry they got a switch port coming yeah they got a switch port coming don't worry John so yeah like yeah are you sad about this 
or is it the right oh no this is right nintendo now? this is yeah I'm, I'm, okay. I'm used to this by now just business. Yeah, which un- business. unfortunately just business. means yeah. I'm, I'm i'm very reticent to sign up for anything new that they announce um because i know it's going to last for the life of the console and then go away so i'm not going to like oh i gotta get another username and password for email address for some of the nintendo thing yeah with what they're doing with meverse i almost think nintendo's going in reverse oh, uh, wow Wow. So okay, it's now time for oh love and respect. Please. <laughs> love, love and respect. respect. <laughs> okay, Kyle. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. 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 I want to play a game. I, this is a fun game. This is a silly game. I want to play this. Uh, who's played new Sonic at the table? You mean Sonic Mania? Yeah. I've played a bit there's, of it. There's Sonic Forces as well. I've played that too. We've played Yeah, no, it. I know. That's why I'm asking him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Clarify. Yeah, yeah. I mean or... Sonic Mania. Yeah. Jones, you hate Sonic. We can, we get it. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, uh, this is a fun game. Okay, this comes from Johan Lindbergh. Hello, allies. I have a game for you regarding zones or levels from the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Oof. Sonic Mania has been out on consoles for a couple of weeks now and is out on PC this week. For listeners, viewers, there will be no spoilers for Zones from Sonic Mania. Thank you. I have seen people playing the game on Twitch and YouTube, and some of them don't recognize or remember some of the old Zones, mistaking them for being new. So I thought it'd be fun to make a game out of this. By the way, I'm one of those people for sure. Uh, Guess if the Zones I list are from a real Sonic game, or if I made them up and they are fake. Ooh, cool. Uh, Answer with real or fake. One point for a right answer. Two points if the contenders also can name the game uh, the game the Zones come from. Oh. Love and respect from Sweden. Oof. Okay. Not too familiar with a lot of those Zones anymore. Yeah, here we go. Mystic Haunt. Mystic Haunt? Yes. Not real. Yes, Sega CD. Fake. It's real, but Sonic Rivals 2. Uh, okay. it's a point Sonic Rivals? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you guys remember Sonic R? Yep. Uh, never played Sonic <laughs> Woof. R. Dude, Brad, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like my own relationship with Sonic. It's like I've never played Sonic games. Really? Up until the college. Oh, you didn't have a Genesis growing up or anything? No Sonic? Genesis. Gotcha. Yeah. Sonic R has the, the Tails doll myth. What is the Tails doll myth? Is this a sleuth right now? Yeah, are you sleuthing? Save it. Is this so? This isn't you haven't made an episode about this before. Mm -hmm. The Tales Doll Myth. Save it. Save it. Wow. Just save it. Radical Street. Radicals. That sounds real. That's like Sonic Adventure Two stuff. Damiani. No, that's fake. Fake. Da. It's fake. Damn it. (laughs) I don't know anything about Sonic anymore. Da, because he just like knew Damiani was right somehow. Yeah. Funny. Emerald Road. Oh. Emerald Road. Mm Man, emeralds are, like, totally commonplace. True. Man, I'm just going to say it's real. Damiani. Jones. Fake. It is fake. That's a point for Jones. Shit, dude. You got it. Damiani, if you, I was gonna say if real. you don't answer, you don't get a yeah, point. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, I was going right. to towards real. Sweet Mountain. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Sonic uh, Color or something. Yes, right? Anyway, keep going. Yes, it's real. <laughs> Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, all right. So point for everyone, Damiani, you get two. That is wow, cool. nice. Yeah, I didn't well even play that game. Uh, is that the Wii game? Yeah, right? how'd you remember Sonic Colors level, man? What? How'd you remember that? So I reviewed that? it. All right. Um, well done. I would, not re- I would not retain any of these names. That was really good, dude. Wacky Workbench. Oh. Wacky Workbench? No. That's a, isn't that a mean bean machine? Yeah, I say fake. Fake. Damiani? 
Say it one more time, the title. Wacky Workbench. I'll say yes. I'll be different. It's yeah. That's, oh, that's what? from Sonic CD. That's from Wacky oh, Workbench. Yeah, that's where it's from. Wacky okay. Workbench. Oh, Wacky Workbench. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big workbench. That's, yeah. that's a big workbench. Oh. Iron Island. Uh, Game of Thrones. It's, it's gonna say. God, what a bunch of, <laughs> what a bunch of geeks. Uh, I'll stay by that. I'll, no. I'll lose a point. No, I think I'm, I say fake. I think I that's, a, fake. I think that's, that's fake. a that's geoteeth fake. troll. Thanks for that. You're not. Is that a PBT thing? Uh, GOT. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was worth it. Uh, Radical Highway. Oh, yes. That's Song 2, right? Song of Adventure 2? Jones? Sure. Yeah, yeah, and give two points to Brad. Yeah, yeah. that's where he's like, oh man, what yeah. a weird. I couldn't remember which one it was. Is that the one that goes downhill? And like the semi trucks coming at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a. City escape. Sky Pyramid. Sky Pyramid. Yeah, Sky Adventure. Yeah. No. This is no for the game. It sounds like some Knuckles level from Sonic Adventure, where he's flying around. Everyone was so short. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Sky Pyramid. I can yeah, think of it. Because yeah, yeah. you can. You can think of it. It sounds like Sonic Adventure. Yeah, so No, I thought it was from uh That's so funny. Was Sonic and Knuckles, but it's wrong. Okay, here we go. If they That's bust angel, out like uh, Sonic and the Black Angels Knight references, I'm gonna be very upset. Uh I'm looking forward, no Sonic and the Black Knight. You're clear. Okay, good. Phew. Panic Puppet. I mean if workbench oh. could be something, sure, why not? Yes. Panic Puppet, I've not I'll go, with, I'll go with no. I don't know. That I like one. it. I don't yeah. know that one. I vote yes. It is real. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, it is from Sonic CD. Sonic yeah. CD. Yeah, Sonic, I know the 3D. Least. 3D. Sonic 3D. What um, is Sonic 3D? What is that? That's a, doesn't that one in, like almost didn't come out? Yeah. Weird. I have no idea. Counts. I mean, I, I know. I, I know it is. I don't know its status. Okay. I, I forget. I've watched videos. Urban it's, Sanctuary. Shit. Man, that sounds so generic. Yeah. Urban Sanctuary. Yeah, I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's like a Shadow of the Hedgehog level. Damiani. I'll go with yes. You know, it's not. That's fake. Ah. That's fake. Well done. Well done. Uh, Greenhill.exe. Greenhill.exe. Oh, that's the. That's like a, a cut oh. level or something. I'm just no. saying. Uh, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to think of the name of the game. Yes, then. Yeah. I, I, yes. I think yes. That seems too bizarre. To it's, be not it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's trolling. Nice. He's trolling. <laughs> really good trolling. You gotta stop falling for this. Don't leave. Yes. He knows. He knew Sonic Colors oh, levels. That's no. such a good one. He I was like, uh, sorry, I couldn't resist that one. That was like that's good. That's fate. like some game sleuth knowledge right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear dot exe, and you're like, no. That has to be like a no. debug level or yeah. something. Right. Yeah, I won't do that. I won't do that again. That was too mean. Well done, Johan. Okay. Uh, Marble Garden. Yes, Sonic 2. Right? Damiani? Yes. Yeah. Sonic 3. Damn yeah, it! I'll oh, give a point. I'll give you all a point. I knew it was one of those. Yeah. Tropical Plant. No. Tropical Plant? Mm hmm. No. It's just dumb enough to be a world. I'm going to say yes. Damiani. Time's up. Yes. Oh. It's fake. That's oh, it I thought it'd be like with work, <laughs> workbench and puppet or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because chemical yeah. plant. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm trying to think of like yeah. some of the 3D ones I haven't played. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't know. By the way, with that, Jones just caught up. Nice, Jones. Current score, 8-8. Eight, eight, Brad, you're at 6. Yeah. It's very, very close. All right. 
Radical Train. Radical Train? Mm-hmm. Brad, you don't always have to go first, by the way. I feel like you're getting shortchanged there. No. Yes, Thank and you. one of the Game Boy Advance ones I can't remember. Yeah, Sonic would use Radical. Radical Train is real. Yes. It's from Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Oh! Uh, Woof. Yeah. I... Puzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> Arena. No. Negative. I, I don't know that one. I'm going to say yes. It's from like Sonic R. It's from Knuckles Chaotix. Oh, ah! oh I don't you, know that's that. That's a point though, Brad. That's I don't know point, that one at all. Wow. Knuckles That's a Chaotix. game? Knuckles Chaotix yeah, is really a game. What's that? Which, what, yeah. what is that on? Uh, oh, I don't like to do this because I get so many corrections. Remember when I was talking? We were talking about that Gator, and it was like, "Don't give me corrections." Plenty of people still did. Like we know. I think the Gator is from Knuckles Chaotix. Oh, okay. That's a two D Knuckles game. It's like the ridiculous, stupid friends that came to later games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They were birthed in, in the world of Chaotix. Okay. With an X. Mad Matrix. Uh, yes, Sonic CD. Oh, okay. Yes. It's not right. It's not right. No, 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 no. You all get a point. You all get a point. It is correct. Well, it's from Shadow the Hedgehog. (laughs) But I don't like the way you're all playing. I don't like it. What? This is so good. Panic Island. No. No. Um, Yes. I'm going to say no. Panic Island is fake. Yeah. You know what? That means we are all tied up now. Woo. Ten each. How many wolves are this? Okay, yeah. Well, sure. Good lord. Yeah, dude. I thought I... Okay. You can file a dispute, <laughs> but I have you counted as ten each. Uh, we'll do three more. Sorry, we'll do two more. Jeez, how many Are there have? more than that? No, no, we'll there? do two more. We'll do two more. Jeez, oh, wow. that's a lot. Chaos Trail. Yes, because the other one close to that was no, or Emerald Road was a fake. Sure. I'll buy into Chaos Trail. Yeah. It's like a space level. Damiani. I don't know, no. That's a pass. Chaos Trail is fake. Zero Ooh. points. Finally. Well, uh, Damiani said no. Said, I don't know, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I said no, and I don't you know the game. You ran out of time, dude. What? I'm not accepting that Look answer. The, okay, McCheat. Are we accepting that answer? <laughs> okay, McCheater. All right. okay. I don't know what the game's from, but I said no because I'm like, nope. No, no, no. You did not say no definitively. You waited three seconds and you're like, yeah, because I, I wasn't know. sure. So you I said, guess I don't no. know. I heard I don't know. You also didn't call time, Kyle. So you, okay. you, right. you well, did buzz him. We're going to give Damiani a point. McCheat over here. Right, we'll Damiani, you got your point. McCheat. Finally, Dragon Road. Dude, enough with the roads, <laughs> Dragon man. Dragon Road? What? No. Yes, this better be real. No. Let's go. Yes, and it's one of the racing games. Sonic Art. It is real. It's from Sonic Unleashed. Ah, okay, whatever. Uh, right. Is that the Werehog one? Yeah. Damiani wins. That was the Werehog one. Freaking 3D Sonics. Who knows anything about them? No one plays them. It's a fun level, dude. That's a fun game. No one plays yeah. them. Okay, let's do another one. Let's do... Y'all want to talk about music? That'd be fun. No, okay. Lost World. What's up? There's no Sonic Lost World ones. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Greetings from Hollywood, allies. I would like to ask each panelist just how important they feel music is to a game. The key word is how. Sure, we love game music, but is it important? How much could this affect the score of a game on your 10-point star scale? 
Could a five-star game lose points for mediocre music? Could a bad game gain points for great music? Just how important is it really? Secondly, what are some of your favorite personal personal favorite mediocre games with great music? Love and respect, Henry, a.k.a. Stealthy Lasagna. How important is music? Does that affect a game score? Speaking from experience? Yeah. Uh, the honest answer? I realize it's not actually the fairest answer. Uh... More often than not, it's a reason. It music will be a reason to knock down a score slightly. Uh, I can't remember a specific instance of it being a per- quote unquote near a perfect score, and it was the music that actually held it back. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything like that. But I do know there's times when, like I didn't like the music, and I'm like, you're getting docked a little bit for this. Whereas, if it do you game- remember specific times? Uh, if you give me enough time, I can think. I just don't want to waste time. Sure, sure, sure. Dead time. But on the flip side, here's the important part. Yeah, I was always. I bought into the mentality that if a game is really bad, it's trash. Mm-hmm. Who cares if one part of the game is like golden? Like if it's if it's not related to the gameplay or design. Like it has nothing to the game is trash, like yeah. the actual game experience. But it has like the greatest soundtrack ever. It's like you should have just made a soundtrack. Like why'd you so make a, the game? A two star game with a great soundtrack is still a two star game. Like more saying. often than not, yeah. I was I guess coached and pretty much told, like, who don't waste your time bringing up a positive if the thing's already like a, a flaming pile of trash. Like sure. It's a, no, no one cares. Like, oh, it's a really terrible game. Amazing soundtrack, everybody. Cool. Like, go check it out because of the soundtrack's like, yeah, no. So, not, it would not really bump up a score. So, I would, bad music would sometimes knock down a score. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember times when a stellar soundtrack for a really bad, like talking low score game, like really low, yeah. would bump it up to like an average, like a five or whatever. Jones, would you ever bump a half star for a great soundtrack? I think I would be more likely to go up for music than down. So you're the opposite of Damian. Because to me, yeah, to me, like, when a score is bad, it's not, like, grating. Like, I tend to get up more upset with, like, repetitive, like, dialogue and sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just kind of, like, some forgettable track in the background, then I'm like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're not getting anywhere with me, but it's just not having an effect. It's going in one ear and it's going out the other. I'm just not. It's there. It's... it's it's, you know, it's, I'm present in the world, but it's not, uh, never that jarring for me if something, that have to be like weird, dissonant, like crazy clown noise music for mm-hmm. me to be like, whoa, like turning this off. Yeah. Um, it's usually dialogue that for me, I'm like, oh, stop talking. Like that's the, that's the stuff that'll get me. Dialogue can get me going. absolutely affect a review. Which uh, is even repetitive dialogue. Yeah. Know? Brad, where do you stand on this? Uh, with music and games? Yeah. Um, and critique of games in particular. So it depends on the game. Like sometimes music is not as important as in other games. Like for example, you can play a lot of Souls games without music because there isn't any. Like it matters in boss fights kind of, but a lot of the game there, none yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, for some games, I feel like it'd be super important. Like if you're playing maybe a Final Fantasy game, it's no music. You know, it's not the same. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's the heart and the soul. Of like you need those two together. It's a case by case basis for me. Yeah. Like I would mark music down maybe if there was like one song or two songs in the whole game and just looped and looped and looped and looped or something like that mm-hmm. where it actively drove me insane. Yeah. I think I'd knock it down. For sure. I've always been really impressed with MMO scores because it's like there are some tracks from like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy Eleven that I I must have listened to continually for eight hours of my life mm-hmm. yeah. just like that same song over and over and like you could put on like the Chains of Prometheus soundtrack and I'd be like yeah you know like I'd have like happy memories sir of what is zones. Chains of Prometheus the first expansion uh, the second actually expansion to uh, yeah to Final the, the first one we got oh okay um, and 
you know, like there are definitely some areas that like I've stayed in forever, but I'd be like, oh yeah, that's that's just burned into my memory. But I never got sick of it. I was never like mm-hmm. uh, like angry or frustrated. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of menu scores. Like to me, that that's where you can really resonate me with me. Where like if I'm getting ready to play and I'm like, okay, check my email. Let me just turn on the PlayStation Four and boot the game up, and I'm doing something else. And if mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that menu theme, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I can't wait to get back into this game. <laughs> Like Symphony of the Night is still, I think that's the best piece of music from that entire Prayer? score. Yeah, just that, just. Well, like, it, how I, does it go? It's from. Um, it was in Rondo of Blood first. Uh, and it's just that. Vibes. Like, yeah. It sets vibes. Kind but of yeah, really, it, it definitely like, does. Like, theme in I had never game. heard a video is. game. Yeah. I'd stop okay. dead in my tracks. Chill went up my spine when I first heard that. I was like, yeah. is that coming from the PlayStation? Yeah, like, it's really good. Everybody was like, yeah. It's really good. Dude, yeah, it's so uh, good. Halo 2. That sure. title screen. You're just hearing that music. Yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah. I can totally see how that can be like uh, what defines a game almost is its menu music. Mm-hmm. I, it's I funny, it's it funny so you bring up Halo 2. I remember going through Halo 2 and not really hearing the main theme, and I'm like crazy with themes. Yeah. Like, if you can do that, if you can hold on a theme and then like drop it in a scene like really quietly in the background, like I notice that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like, oh, it's uh, um, it really gets me going. Ooh. But uh, uh, Smash Bros. Oh, la, la, la. Yeah. Just yeah. in the menus, dude. Mm-hmm. Heck yes. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. That's Call some good. Papa. Yeah, yeah. I like the, <laughs> the Mega Man music. So always really good in the menus and stuff like that. But I remember not hearing the main in Halo. Uh, the whole time I was playing Halo Two for like like almost like half of the game. I was like, oh, that's really kind of cool that they haven't like leaned on that theme a lot. Yeah. And the first time I heard it. I was trying to get past this one area and I just happened to throw like the right grenade and like cleared out this whole uh, troop that was had a tank in that area and I hopped in the tank and they played the theme and I was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I remember like rolling into the next camp and just bombing everything and being like there's just nothing like when that matches yeah, like, when totally. those things hit mm-hmm. um, yeah the weird thing is I think music is so important for video games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like yeah. we just said, and the feelings that we have with video games. The weird thing is, it's just factually inessential. You can absolutely play mm-hmm. through a video game. You can get through it with zero music, with zero audio. And so it is so weird in that... I mean, you could do it, yeah. but it might not be as good of an experience. You could also get your, make a good game with bad graphics. Or, yeah. or, or like visuals, it's not really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the gameplay that really sells it. So yeah. But it's like, the, yeah, the visuals are still... Yeah, it's just, it could be used as a asset. tool to strengthen. <laughs> yeah. What you have there, right? Damiani, what game can you not get through without? There's got to be a rhythm-based game where oh, the on-screen on cues course, aren't man. enough. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like if we're talking about like a review for a music game for a rhythm game, absolutely the music matters. Yeah. you would you would absolutely change your score based off how much you like those songs. Isn't Crypt of the Necrodancer also heavily rely on the music? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. and oh, so Crypt of the Necrodancer, yeah. yeah, if you're not into those those that those tunes, which are great, oh, some yeah. bad music in games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lego Dimensions. Ooh. Every time Superman flies, every single time he flies, it's the main. Dun, 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 dun. And like <laughs> that sounds lo- great, Jones. I love that theme. Yeah, I'm, I love John Williams more than anybody. Anybody, yeah. but every time, it's every, not I, land, music, like, right? I pick up an item and it's, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. it's like, oh come on, it's the <laughs> same part of the same track every time. Yeah, yeah. I remember actually being really pissed. They did the flip with uh, Batman, but I remember getting Lego Batman when they when Batman got his own game and they made a Lego Batman game. And I played it, and it was just the Elfman 89 score again and again and again, and just on loop. Which sucks, because it's like so good. Like, one track from that it's would so be good. in, like, eight scenes. And I'm yeah. like, that's so lazy, man. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even get returns and just slip some of that in or something? Like, it's like, nope. Just the 89 and, track. And they thought we would love it, uh, is the thing. So, like, this sequence, and it's like, I, I can see Jack. I know I know what Jack Nicholson's doing in this exact moment right now. Like, Let's uh, let's do the second part of the question. What are some mediocre games that we can think of where we love that sound? I got one. What you got? 
Don't murder me, everyone watching right now, okay? Don't murder Brad. Don't murder me. I'm going to say one. Okay. And it's the original Nier. Sure. I think the original Nier is not a great game. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. But the music in that game is fantastic. Cool. That's a good pick. That's an extremely good pick, yes. Uh, Do either of you have one, Damiani or Jones? So uh, this was not a thing I was aware of until Boston B. Wozniak, a stream I used to do where people would send music to play Mm -hmm. while I played Tetris. Uh... Silver Surfer on NES. Yes. Awesome music. A 10 out of 10 soundtrack. <laughs> Great Ridiculously, mm-hmm. ridiculously good. Where you're like impressed that the NES chip is producing these sounds. Uh, that's pretty, that's a pretty cool one. Yeah. Great pick. Jurassic Park, Game Boy. Really? Yep. Cool. Really cool music. Mediocre game, but I'm not seeing anything else from these two. I, I, I think, know. I mean, everything. Time. But I, I think. This. I think yeah. honestly, there's a reason there's for that, right? There's definitely some. I just can't think of it. I think good games have good music generally. I think most of the games that you think are great, you'd say like, yeah, but I love that music. You know what I mean? And, and there's a bunch of Square Enix games that are just like mediocre. Well, you don't. You mean Bioshocks? But oh, oh boy, does that game have a score? Oh boy, does it? Oh yeah. I remember getting that. That was one of the rare scores. That was one of the first times at game trailers working uh-huh. in games media where I was given that score before I played it. Where like we just got it in or somebody had some preview event or something. Somebody got sure. a couple tracks from it. And I remember sitting at my desk at game trailers and booting up the original track and like getting weepy. Being like, whoa. Really? I can't wait to play this game. That's funny. I don't remember. It was just the main theme. The music, and it was dude. just so desolate. And everything. it was just like, yes, yes, yes. Sure. Ugh. Chilling. Damiani's on to something. But I think we got to no, move I was on. Go- yeah, I was going through like Tales games and stuff. And I was like. Some you could count Tales games, yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't think of like the best example to pick. So. Sure, but there's there's definitely some RPGs out there that are just like, like okay. Final Fantasy II is not the best in the series, yeah, like but like every Pandem- every one of those yeah, games the final has a just final area score. of Final Fantasy II's theme, Pandemonium, is really good. Yeah, it's a really good track. How do you know the final area theme of Final Fantasy 2? giant, really annoying dungeon. It's like the most annoying dungeon in the game. Where every random monster is a boss? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. Pretty much old cell phone. I hate it when they called like Pandemonium. Sleepy, yeah. dude. Of course he knows. Yeah. And you do. You just spend hours just grinding bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the city games, they're all, like, okay. They have mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. yeah like the, 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 remixes, the yeah. not the arcade one. I don't like the arcade soundtrack. The new one Ooh. soundtrack is tr- Ooh. not good. Hot take. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, new one. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that question. Uh, yeah. It, it is, it's an interesting to think about because, obviously, video game soundtracks are important. And it's interesting to know where you all lie and actually, like, if it's criteria for a good review mm-hmm. or a bad review. Cool. Thanks, panel. It is time to wrap up the podcast. Let's do bets. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Do I feel good about this one? So Jones will actually we'll have to pull up Twitter. I got Twitter ready. Oh. Oh my god. Jones on yeah. top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm calling you baby incidentally. It's just yeah. kind of a part of my own vernacular. Okay, so let's not deal with that yet, Jones. Let's deal with next week's bet first. I'm talking about Destiny 2, releasing next week on September 5th. No, we're not talking about Destiny yeah, 2. Yeah, what? Uh, sorry, we're talking about Knack 2. There you oh, go. Okay. Different sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Both twos. A couple of big twos coming out next yeah. week. So Knack 2 comes out September 5th. How long into Knack 2 will it take until Knack speaks? Jones. Almost zero reference going on here. Didn't play the original. 22 seconds. Okay. Right out of the gate. Damiani. What's up, 42 everybody? seconds. Okay. 42. Dude, minute 30. Oh. He's going to be baby knack. I think you've got me, Brad, because I did 68 seconds. Ah, let me oh. lock that in. You know they're not starving with knack or, hey, what's up? Yeah, because here's the thing, Jones, is little knack doesn't speak. Right. Yeah. Uh, medium knack does speak, but little knack doesn't. 
Uh, oh, I think you got me, Brad. I don't... It's the most frustrating thing about Knack 1 is he's not... He's, the character does nothing. The character of Knack makes... Treat him bad, dude. He makes no decisions. The humans all treat I him bad. I was like, oh, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah It kind of sucks. <laughs> why are you so mean to Knack? Uh, it's going to be 68 seconds. Saving you know your chops. No, no, no. Knack's talking. Knack's talking. No, he's talking at a oh, minute 30 no, in. No, no, no. He's going to narrate it. Let me tell you about what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. They're probably wondering how they I heard, got here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they heard your complaints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Knack, like, trapped in something. So, uh, last week's bet was about Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which released just today, August 29th. Uh, at this point, how many likes will there be on the most recent tweet made from the official Rabbids account? Oh. Jones. What is it? Is it just at Rabbids? Uh, it's at Rabbids official, but I think if you just search for Rabbids. Uh, Jones bet 801. Ian bet 999. Ben bet 777. I bet 2,190. Wow. And Don bet 902. By the way, Don was sick tonight, so there's no bet from him on the Knack 2 bet. Uh, they're actual tweets, sorry. Okay. Their most recent tweet, please, they have Jones. They have retweets. Don't count retweets. All right. Uh, how many retweets? No. no uh, likes. likes. How many likes? 515. Ooh, that's a win for Ben. <laughs> yeah, that's not how we do this. That's oh, how we do this. Whatever. That was our celebrating. That was our, yeah, celebrating our celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So what, what is the tweet, Jones? Don't forget the Mario Rabbids developer launch stream with live Q&A. Send us your questions. Watch live on Twitch. Oh, we got hosed, man. Of course that's not going to have a lot of likes. That sounds jolly, dude. Duh. Because what's the, well, how many likes on the one beneath that? Mm-hmm. Get yours now. How many likes on that? 543. Thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 125. Okay, I just... 109. 831 <laughs> is the most. All right, I just expected too much. Okay. That was a couple days ago. That's on me. Oh, you know what? I got some bet updates, too. Because... Oh. This is really interesting, actually. What is it? Uh, <laughs> our Madden bet, we bet which would be higher, Uncharted or Madden. Yeah. Uh, Madden actually didn't come out next Tuesday, the normal version. The GOAT version of Madden came out on Tuesday. That was oh. $80. Dude, is your boy Brady on it? Yeah, my boy Brady is on the Yeah, game. knew it. Save uh, that clip, everybody. My boy Brady, save that soundbite. My boy Brady. I love him, dude. I'm going to name my kid Brady. So, and then Friday, uh, the regular... <laughs> That's a Honestly, name. Brady Bossman's a good name. It's not bad. It's not bad, actually. It's a good name. Uh, Friday is the day the actual $60 version of the game came out. Um, it's been a while since we talked about that. I think that's so interesting. The idea of paying twenty dollars to get a game days early. It's twenty. It's eighty dollars. The the goat version. The Brady. What version. What does it come with? Uh, you get it to play it early. That's it. No, you get other stuff. CA, you get baby. other stuff. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You a get, week early. I'm gonna assume card packs, but yeah, yeah, probably stuff. credits towards yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Card packs. Not a week early, dude. Days. You get you get it a Tuesday instead days. of Friday. Something they announced they're gonna be doing like a year or two ago. Probably. Mm. Thought this was something we... It's not new. Yeah, yeah. Not new. I, I don't yeah, pay yeah, attention to usually that front. Smart but franchises do it on, though, because, again, it's if, if this is one of, like, two games you're like, buying this year... sports like, games, Yeah. Thought. It's just weird, yeah. though, Jones, because, like, uh, the commercials used to be, like, Madden Holiday, you remember those, when oh. they are just talking about... Everyone's, how, like, celebrating. How give a deal their launch day is, and then they're separating it. They say, okay, rich people, Tuesday. Right. Everyone else, Friday. If you're not rich enough on Tuesday, you're already behind. Kind of like the real NFL. Yeah. Rich enough to go sit yeah. in the actual stadium and watch the game, or yep. you sit even and more realistic TV. than ever now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just it's all about this thing where sixty dollars is not enough to make video games anymore. We get it, but yeah, it's weird. Feels weird. I'm not. Bu- I'm not against it. What, Brad? Never mind. What, dude? I'm, I don't want to think about this anymore. This bums me out. 
Yeah, because at the same time, a lot of people think $60 is too much yeah. more than ever. Yeah, 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 so I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's weird. Weird thing to deal with. Also, Jones, forever ago, remember we did uh, the Lawbreakers? How many times will we find Overwatch? Yeah. So the week after, I actually looked it up, and then I just kept forgot, pod- podcast to podcast. Uh, how many times we'd see the word Overwatch in 10 Lawbreakers reviews? 19. Mm. Jones, you had the bet of 20. You would have won that bet. Nice. But, but I think I knew at the time because you said just even in that one bet, even in what one yeah. review was like eight or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had zero so. in my review, right? Pretty sure I had zero, you had zero mentions. Dude. I think so. Yeah, I think yes. I it off. Yeah. Yes. I can complain. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me. By the way, you're disqualified. Like, Easy Eyes is always disqualified anytime we're counting words. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I understand my personal. Yeah. yeah. Personal satisfaction. Yeah. There. Anyway, our current score is now Purple Platypie 15. <laughs> He's ramped up. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> nice victory today. I was talking up your, your platypus sound in weeks past. Good job, Brad. Yeah. Turn it. Yes. You liked that one? Zero. I just double checked the oh, no Overwatch. You did a control F. Yes. Yeah. Uh <laughs> lots of Team Fortress references though. Uh Jones, you and I, I Red Eagles 20. Ka-ka! Oof. What's wrong? They're catching up. Oh no, dude. It's back and forth. Yeah, but they are catching up. That's a good cushion. Better watch it. I'm not scared of that little purple platypus. He's coming. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Kyle, when you just alone in the, at night and you hear that, <laughs> just know we're coming. Yeah, watch out for my beak, dude. Eagles are, are birds of prey. Not this bird. Not this bird. That's a bird of Look prey. Look at this geek. That's not a geek. He's cool. He's a geek. He's being civil because we're recording the podcast. He's but a geek. He's got a beak. When not he's on got camera, talents. he hovers around He's got an insane vision, dude. Insane vision. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing fish through water, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't see the platypus in the water. <laughs> <laughs> platypus flying yeah. under the radar, Just dude. Just pumping out. Stealth. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about what Easy Allies is. Uh, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, or many times, uh, we are Patreon-funded. We work because of Patreon. Uh, and so if you want to check out patreon.com slash Easy Allies, you will see the story of Easy Allies. You'll see everything we do, the videos we do, the things that we do for our patrons, and how you can support us. And uh, why not also plug easyallies.com uh, because... We have uh, people all over the world who watch our stuff. I realize this when we say like 6 p.m. Pacific time. I think the minority of our audience is at Pacific time, right? Everybody, most of the audience is in other places where 6 p.m. Pacific time means almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a really cool thing on on the right side is our schedule, uh, our streams, and everything that we put up on our our YouTube. All of our videos are on our schedule, on our website, on the right column, in your time zone. So if you go there, it's all relevant to you wherever you are. Don't got to figure it out. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the plug-in I got to do. Let's talk about goals. Brad, how did you do on your goal this week? Oh, so good. Yeah. Of doing a Randy Savage impression. Hold on, I want you to plug something. What? What are you guys doing this weekend? Ah. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did that last week. We should do it again this yeah. week. Do it again. We're going to PAX, baby. Easy mm. allies at PAX. What are you doing at PAX? We have a panel. Where is that? That is the Sasquatch Theater Sasquatch across the street Theater, from yeah. the convention. Uh, 12.30 p.m. on Sunday. It's an hour. Mm-hmm. And then at 2.30, an hour after the podcast, uh, after the uh, panel ends, we are going to be at the Twitch booth for an hour and a half meet and greet from 2.30 to 4. Nice. Yes. Feels pretty good. Yeah. So if you're there, say hi to them. It's, it's my first flight, my first work flight. Uh, in a long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not just, I mean, yeah, for Easy Allies for sure, but in a, it's been years. Yeah, our last you know? one was just a road trip. Yeah, fun was road, road trip. trip that was a good road trip. 
Uh, yeah, so yeah, we have a panel. We're, we're going to be uh, looking at a lot of games, booking appointments. Uh, yeah, and we'll cover it. We'll cover those games that we've seen. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to PAX. That'll be cool. Right. It'll be going. there, so a nice, easy update episode from PAX. Mm-hmm. Thanks. will happen. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. Thank Thanks, you, Brad. Brad. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Uh, Damiani, how'd you do on your goal this week? Um, Kind of got OCD about a hair on here, so I did this. So I kind of, like, <laughs> rubbed right. it. To listeners, uh, I don't, we, we've never even explained Pop Filter. Let's imagine you've never actually seen this podcast. Yeah. Pop Filters are just these stupid discs that make uh, peas less puffy. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got a little some mesh on it. Yeah. It's a little soft. A little mesh. softer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between our our, uh, our faces that spit. And that uh, is to like break wind, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It just absorbs that 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 popping yeah. noise. Like we said platypus your, without that. And your peas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And your bees. Watch your ears. Very deadly. So, Damiani, that was the only time you touched any microphone. Was, was that, that one I didn't, of the Yeah, hair. I didn't notice anything. And you were shaking the table the whole podcast? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Especially during that Sonic game. Man, he got mad. I was responsible for a little of that, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was Brad. Shaking okay. the disc. I didn't have a goal. That wasn't my goal. Shake it all I want. Brandon Jones, how'd you do on your insane chips for calling Bossman baby game? Cleaned house. Cleaned house. <laughs> no I chips, think he cheated. Baby. I think sometimes you said baby like looking at Brad, you know? No, he was no. looking at you. We're, you're the moderator. We're yeah. the panalists. So anything you say, any off mark, or off comment is just unless like I, that's directed toward the moderator. I, unless I issue it at someone by name. Yeah. Kyle, I was looking at Brandon numerous times when he said "baby," and he was always looking at you. Okay, all right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I my, saw it. My goal was to show everyone how good at rhyming I am, and I approved. You nailed I proved it. it. Home run. Yeah. Okay. That's a grand slam, baby. Michael Damiani, since you are in Ben's seat, you are absorbing uh, those responsibilities. All right. So you're going to close out the show for us. You have the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to uh, have the final word on anything you've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. You can follow me at MB Damiani on Twitter. D-A-M-I-A-N-I. Good job. Very good. Uh, I think you should follow Damiani. He's awesome on Twitter. Think, Are you awesome on Twitter? I think Damiani's awesome on What Twitter. did he do that's good on Twitter? Because he doesn't. Secret of, I told Secret of Mana people, cool, it's coming out. Yeah. But this is all I wanted for Final Fantasy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly. said Mana, not Mana. Lies. I know. Oh, Lies. I was trying to We're a Mana family. I was trying to help you there. We're I'm entertaining my Damiani's tweets. I'll okay. say that. Okay. He doesn't flood you with an overload of tweets either, which is nice. It's true. He doesn't flood us, but he, like when he when Damiani wants to be heard, he will make a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, my my very very uh, generous opinion of the Death Note movie. I didn't I, see this tweet. Literally, was I didn't even look this up. Was this, LOL, Death Note, the comedy. Period. <laughs> Is that a good tweet? That's a like. Is that a good tweet? That's a like. Right, and a like. That's a like and a retweet. Got a lot of retweets. Okay. You, you got me. A lot of people were like, they got it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough bragging. What is the video you want to promote? <laughs> um. Let's promote. Uh, wow. Huh? Crap. Oh, we have wasn't a- out yet, so it's <laughs> like never. Mind. Oh, you're allowed to promote f- future videos. Mm-hmm. You got to like say keep an eye out for the upcoming 
Game Sleuth. Coming no. to you next week. It's going to be big. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, we're, we're getting towards the end of summer here. Uh-huh. We, we, there was something promised before the end of summer. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's yes. The, the, the new episode of Game Sleuth. The beacons have been lit. It's coming. <laughs> The, the retrospective, yeah, Souls Retro, definitely on its way, right, Brad? Yep, the fire is lit. We're yeah at the home stretch. We've, oh yeah, so, we've left the station. We're chugging. Yeah, I like that we're doing this. We don't have a date. It is imminent. We can say, but yes, yeah, yeah. it's very close. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good. Mm-hmm. The fire fades. <laughs> Brad, I don't know what that means. Because you don't know Dark Souls. I like kind of know it, dude. The the ending is so confusing. Yeah, sure. Just the, I mean, this, I mean, maybe this is why you, I will okay, like I'll tell you that Dark Souls 3 is like the end of the world and yeah. the fire is fading and that's why the Lords of Cinder are awoken. Those yeah. guys are beginning to relight the flame because no one's doing it. Yeah. So they're resurrecting them to do it again. But like the goofy Loch Ness dog at the end of the first one, who's just like, it's got a long neck. Oh, France? Just like or a big, France? ugly yeah, like yeah, yeah. Loch Ness dog. Did you notice the statues of him when we played 3 together? I think in the so. Archive? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I thought, I thought it's a race. Yeah. I didn't think he was one particular guy. There's multiple. It, yeah. It's different ones. So if I watch your retrospective. You got some stuff to learn, Kyle. Will I understand what this guy's all about? No. So oh, if right. I did all the lore, yeah. like everything, mm-hmm. these videos would be like really long. If yeah. it's just the lore, yeah, yeah. really long. And Indeed. and I just want to uh, point out as long as we're getting into retrospectives, there are people that do that. Like There yeah. are, there are oh, people yeah. that, that we respect very highly I'm planning, on the internet. When they're out, I'm planning on promoting a Who few people I think are very, have done an excellent job of that kind Fati of thing. Video. And likewise, Fati uh, one of them. Um, uh, my good buddy Daniel Dwyer is doing great documentary stuff over at Noclip. And oh, that's your good very, buddy Daniel Dwyer. Very, I love Daniel Dwyer. That's very, <laughs> yeah, it's very he's my good buddy. It's my good buddy. Yeah, I get it. It's very uh, interview focused. So like they sure. go over to get like that raw story. Like yeah. that's not the type of stuff that we do. These so what do you do? What is retrospectives focused it's, on? It's it's horrible to say because it's a meme, but like they are love letters to these franchises. Correct. They are, they are us basically. If you we call them uh, sexed. If you don't know, yeah. If you don't know a lot about the series and you are curious to be interested in it, uh-huh. we try to give you as many elements of that series to mm-hmm. absorb all at the same time: dialogue, information, music, gameplay. Uh, yeah, just the feel. A lot of, of the, the creation the about the game. Yeah. Cool. A lot of that so, kind of stuff. Hopefully it's a... Yeah. Uh, there is lore in there, though. Great. Quite a bit yeah. of lore. Great, great, great. Damiani. All right. Your final word. Well, you know, final word on something I get to disagree with. Kyle Bossman has this thing where he says... He gets really, really upset when I will say, didn't mean to do that. Didn't mean to do that in a game. Especially tonight when we're playing Windjammers. And, uh... Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. I just am hitting buttons. And Kyle Bossman really believes I'm intentionally BMing people. <laughs> like, no. No, Damiani. That's not good. You cannot do that. And, like, I'm sitting there like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But it's working. And these guys think I'm doing this on purpose. This is great. So, just wanted to say, Kyle, I did not know what I was doing. Just like you have this, you guys have this theory that like I laugh at everything, so you can tell I'm lying. I laugh at everything, so I'm, even when I'm telling the truth, it's just another thing, Kyle, that you still haven't figured out for being, <laughs> being, mean, for being I, the mastermind and genius, Kyle Boston. Sorry, actually, what do you want to say? Uh, That's fine. No, because I got to address it because he has to say. I was going to say I can always tell when you're lying. Because you have a tick, and you just did it right there. <laughs> but I wasn't lying right there. I know, but I'm just saying. But I know. I, yes, I mean, I did a tick, so see, there well, you go. I know. I could tell. You but, could tell. 
Yeah. There's gonna be that. There's gonna be those times or not. But, and I also enjoy watching Kyle get like this. It's the funniest thing ever. Thank you for hosting the. <laughs> Thank you for hosting the podcast, Kyle Bossman. You do a really good job. And for everyone else out there, we'll see you next time. Join these microtransactions. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Eb Software, El Thanis, Hoag Law, I Keyless, Jojo Dentco, King Art Games, Michael Kozachenko. Mango, Adam Barker, Pixel Perfect Polygons, Nick, Walker Hope, Cameron Hendry, Greg Kettering, Will Schmuck, Bradley Spees, Caleb Aranda, Professor Metal Gear, Zachary Wingate, John Tyson, Ken Lair, Beaten Down Brian, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Dan Sebring, Robert Stoffel, Corey Jackson, Jason Erickson, Richard Smuts, Andrew Bailey, Liana Alexandru, Risev, Anti Ataraxia, Richard G. Flowers, Yo Butts, Michael Bisegli, Caden Geist, Demos Clay, Dave Red, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Eduardo Ortiz, Neil Bruce, Jared Reif, 44 Stars, Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, Carl Williams, Yasser Alusaini, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, G. Levin, Charles Anthony Iapacino, G. Ken, Tim O'Keefe, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Nicholas Owens, Colt Doss, Paul Nalsund, Alexander Breveglieri, Cody Harden, Jay Shee, Wobess, Marcel Froelich, Yong Lee, Mark Bianchen, Phoenix Doss, Akira Sendo, Lee Young, Congolator, Andrew Kidd, Thomas Gonzalez, Peter Davis, Hudson Bilbury, Rack, Samuel Justice, Adam Pryor, Rad Lohman, Gary Fair, Wesley McDonald, Matthias Hesselvig Jensen, Ian Santa Anna, Jake Musser, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Tim Strothman, Caleb Crawford, DRD 7 of 14, Blue Suter, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Jordan Phillips, Patrick Chong, Monica, Chum Nguyen, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, John Lapari, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Jesse Vitelli, Jeremiah Snowden, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joaquim Rovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, Joel Olson, David Wen, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Leif Johnson, Bobby Sandino, Marius Smith, Catherine Lai, Gary James, Kit Snow, Ian Bradburn, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Aniel, Sven Von Brand, Ulf himself, Trenton Robison, John Prey, By Manis, V8 Dave, Nasser, Joseph Caruso, Sean Clinton, Fabian Schuster, the Solar Sailor, Mikkel Box Sorensen, Jesper Lawson, Anthony DC1, Luis Ibarra, Adam Damon, Tony Knox, C Note 51, I Sun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook 1, Thomas Einsborn, Bry Guy, Jamie Jackman, Zyla Wolfbane, Quick Scares, Alexander Schiller, The Classiest Hobo, Boris Schurl, Captain Fancy Pants, Michael Eaton, Zinterax, Modren, Connor Rosine, Paul Bishop, Sean Smith, Travis Miosi, Trey Whetstone, Matt McCarthy, Sean Mackey, Leroy Anderson, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Reed Johnson, Freddie Fingers 26, 
Joe Town, Manuel Thomas, Peter Nguyen, Luke Bennett, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzestav Rogowski, Allison Burt, Anna Lencaster, Johnny Markula, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Sean De Almeida, Zach Bardsley, Chris Sleep, Saturn, Mokiki, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Wouter DeHayes, Michael Favacci, Eric Maynard, Cartridge Brothers, Rene Klutk, Gonsis Elite, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keyes, Mugen Himura, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, Ritz1906, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Misuki211, Kyle Bradford, Jesse Fish, Shinobazu, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Travis Ng, Bryce Ray Parker, Ahmad Al-Rashed, Tuttle, Beth, Furious Action Gamer, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Stuart Siddall, William Kirk, Reiner Lip, Michael Shriver, G. Sith, Mac Reed, Connor Ross, Matt Gunther, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Andreas Scholand Petersen, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Alex AI, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Carlo Zuniga, Muzamil Pabani, Ryan Cohen, Adam Olaney, Link 666 Goron, Terence Ireland, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M Legend, Marcus Hankins, Peds, Justin Wenderoth, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Andrew Buckter, Paulkin Sturzensters, Rebecca Woods, Barry, Mikey Novak, Sierra Golding, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Hissapin, Mac Jam, Ronnie, Caffeine Rage, Kira Stenrus, David Kennedy, Durgash Patel, Kenneth Proceus, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Philip Stadler, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliot, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Michael Pisano, Tetra Ninja, Quinn Gary, Alex Glass, Junio Motomura, Mithers, Yaboy Benny B, Ancient Picnic, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skokheim, Jai Alder, Kevin DeBolt, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Sandra and Richard Acero, Carlos Gonzalez, David Tran, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Niels Frederick Elbol, Sun Pham, David Amaro, Alex Monaco, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, Twisted Heart, David Boyarski, Rajiv Maharaj, Toasty Soul, Sean McGing, Pete Cerny, Dagath, Joaquin Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Marco Flores, Sam Hendrick, Tarek Leeham, Christian Hundorf, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Addison Muir, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Minimic, Julio Ruiz, Lars Berger, Steven Insler, Lorenzo, Remy Loisel, Jordan Kirk, Christopher Dixon, Ali Douglas, Peter Shoemaker, Ripus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Christopher Foss, Outcast Writer, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Helping Leon, Jean-Sebastian B., Self-Confessed Cynic, Franklin Lasley, Roman Udolf, V. Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Materia Addict, Rob Middledorp, Robert I., Blastermaster, Elizabeth, Miguel Rivas, Alex Lavanier, Justin Wren, Malcolm Moschett, Adam, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Kowarski, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Gabriel Hellborn, Andrew Amos, Fat Shadow, Struggler, Tense George, Bunny Chen, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Caffeinade, Ian Anderson, Dan Pan 16, Tongue Surgery, C.S. Lewis, Hasney, Michael Lugaro, Jana, 
Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Ali Khan Sunger, Matthew Robles, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Rerun, Arkham Fantasy, Dale Sun, Philip Higdon, John Ivar Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Evan Hindra, Impact 93, Siahi Jabbar, Russell Bateman, Rory McGuire, Elliot Moscow, Daniel Fuchs, Jonas, Ivan Ponce, Christopher A. Butler, Adam Warizek, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church.